0: see that people we got intro music now stepping up in life so it's been a while since i've done one of these by myself normally i usually have it with someone else just because i felt like my first two episodes kind of well were kind of pretty bad the quality the audio my topics how i sounded on them were pretty bad and so for a while i kind of had other people with me just do the podcast just because i felt like it was easier to pull other people but you know, sometimes you have to have your comfort zone and make a fool of yourself by yourself and, and not get other people involved in your wreckage. So here we are. Welcome back to the podcast Between Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, producer, director, music guy, sound guy, microphone guy. I'm a Chamoot. And I kind of ran out of ideas to talk about so Tayrish can talk about random stuff. And I'm going to name the episode Random Things Talked About spoken about by sorry my grammar is really bad right now this is happening at like nine o'clock at night by myself in a shirt and we're doing this random thing spoken about because i ran out of ideas and gotta upload something so tune in between everything and nothing and like please let me know in comments or on instagram or whatever what you guys think of the intro music that was like my first time doing that and let me tell you finding this royalty free music was Not as hard as you think, but just finding something that worked that I kind of liked was more difficult, so let me know what you guys think about that. Anyway, let's get started. You know what? The other day I was actually watching Family Guy, and I was watching one of those old episodes where Peter had that thing going on. You know what really grinds my gears? Where he just talked about random things that really just bothered him, and they were so small and insignificant, but really bothered him. Not bothering, but okay, so you know, the past few days, everyone's been watching GameStop take over the world. And the stock hit for it has skyrocketed. Everyone's posting these funny memes. But the start of this new wave of people I'm seeing calling themselves day traders. Everyone in Dearborn has suddenly changed their Instagram bio to hit me up for financial advice. Or I've been doing this stock thing since 1998. And this is nothing new. I saw this coming from five months ago. Call me the Nostradamus of stocks. No, man. You're just... Anyone who's made money off GameStop, Blockbuster, Nokia, any of these companies that were dead five years ago, you're literally like everyone else making money. So don't try and come tell me that you have some sick insider information about a stock that literally everyone knows about, unless you've been doing this stuff for years. And literally, I've had people directly tell me about um Certain things that they thought they had insider scoops on, things like that. I'm like, yo, I just saw this on TikTok and Instagram for the past three days. Memes are ahead of the curve now. Memes are telling me all the stock information I had to know. I don't need you guys. Anyway, now they got my little rant spiel, whatever you want to call it out the way. Let's talk about what's new. Your boy finally got licensed, finished his exams after failing them. Twice, well, I failed the log exam twice, failed the main exam once, and here we are, like five months after I started that journey, finished them all, got licensed. Luckily, people that I was talking to before reached out to me from CVS, and it all was moving pretty fast. and The first thing they threw me at was their CVS started doing these COVID clinics where they're sending people to veterans' homes, nursing facilities, assisted living facilities to kind of vaccinate them because what I've been reading is that the highest death rates in the in the country from COVID, like when you see 200,000 people have died, a lot of it has been happening to the elderly. So they're like first in line to get vaccinated. So I've been going home to home from Michigan all the way to Ohio, back and forth to vaccinate these people. And let me tell you, it's been... A pretty wild experiment. Like, so let me give you guys an example. So I went into one of these Alzheimer homes one time, right? And you ever watch those movies that kind of portray these psych wards looking like people crawling on the floors? One person will be walking around holding a doll thinking it's actually a real child. My man is walking into a wall backs up, walks back to the same wall, will come fight you, yo, like, it's the, ex- like, it was almost the exact same thing, the thing was so surreal, I walked into a resident's room to vaccinate her, and this woman thought I was, like, someone trying to kidnap her, and I felt so bad, because this lady has packed her bed, ba- like, has never unpacked since she got to the facility, because every single day, she thinks she's going home. And that was the saddest part of the whole experience. I'm like, wow. Like, Alzheimer's is, is crazy. Anyway, back to the story. This lady was walking. This lady saw me walk into the room with a nurse. And would you freak out if you had no idea what was going on and you just see some random dude in a white coat walking in with, like, a syringe with a mask and a face shield looking at you all menacingly knowing he's about to stab you? So we needed, like, three orderlies to walk in with me just to hold her down because she started fighting back and was trying to come for me. But luckily, you know, your boy got, like, those cat-like reflexes, but like a really big cat. And you know, I was able to get out the way before she was able to land a hit on me and was still able to go into her shoulder and inject her with the vaccine. And that's just a drop in the bucket. It's, it's crazy what's going on in this country right now. And me seeing that in person was just kind of a very... I don't know what to describe it as, but the experience was definitely something that I never thought I would actually see in my lifetime. But here we are vaccinating people in their old folks homes. Like my goal is for you to kind of take my equipment into an old folks. But I got to get permission for that first. And so it's just a living facility or skilled nursing facility and just ask if I'm able to kind of record or interview people there and just see what they're life is like and how they've been dealing with COVID inside these homes, get a different perspective on it it because it's crazy and silly. Some of these people haven't left these homes, literally been outside in months, cooped up inside. Some of them even stopped admitting people into their facilities just because of the whole COVID pandemic. So I think that's a side no one's really seen yet. And seeing it would definitely open people's eyes up more to what's going on in this country and give a better perspective of things so stay tuned for that and let's see and okay i don't know about everyone else out here but maybe people my age can relate but i'm feeling kind of old right now these kids right now talking about betting using using bet online going on fanduel talking about stocks robin hood crashes yo when i was 19 20 years old I was thinking about a lot of simpler things than that. Mostly just when's the next. Mostly just like talking about dumb things. Like I think at that time I was still probably playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Waiting for the next Marvel's movie to come out. Probably at that time was the first Avengers. Um, Wow, first Avengers. I'm really old. Anyway, yeah, but seeing the progression of these kids in like 10 years... Like, their priorities are kind of different than from mine. Because I'm looking at kids nowadays, like, when I ever got $50, yo, that was, like, you're good for the week. You were balling. You were about to, like, retire from school, elementary school. You are about to go out there with your friends, go flex for, like, a whole large pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. Man, you give these kids $50 nowadays, that's good enough for one meal. And they'll go ask you, are you broke? Like, wow, times have changed, and I'm just getting too old, so old in fact that I'm sitting here on a Friday night recording a podcast, knowing that I have worked the next day, and you know I've never been happier though there's something fulfilling about finally being able to work after not working for so long, like you come home tired, you come home exhausted, your feet hurt, my sixty year old Bones hurt every day, you know, it's like that guy from Spongebob who had all the bandages, you know, every day I wake up with um, broken bones and paper skin, that's me, but honestly, I've never been happier, it's good to be out there and kind of feeling that you're doing something productive and being a part of society, contributing to something that's bigger than yourself, and kind of making a difference with the COVID vaccine i guess giving it to all these old people that are in desperate need of it oh and to update you guys i got the vaccine both doses of the pfizer one and you know i'm not going to be on instagram like about to start a poll for any questions you guys have please let me know as a medical professional i put it as my duty no man i'll i'll just tell you that the first the, for my first dose to, so for the pfizer vaccine from your first dose to your second dose you have to wait at least three weeks. They're saying three to six weeks. So, but don't quote me on that. Because these times keep changing in my head. So, but mine was just waiting three weeks. So, I got the first dose. You know, everyone's telling me, oh, you're going to get sick. or oh, you should call off work. And if you feel any side effects, let us know. Things like that. And then, you know, I took the first dose. And I just had, like, my arm was kind of sore afterwards. But I heard other stories where uh, one girl I know. I know it's kind of messed up, that I was the one who actually injected her. She's a CVS employee. She texted me that night. She's like, Mo, what did you do to me? I'm like, what do you mean? She said, like, she told me at the time it was painless. She's like, I literally can't feel my arm, like, from my shoulder. The pain is not normal. I've been popping Tylenol. I've been popping this. This pain is crazy. What? Why is this so painful? Like, my shoulder is killing me. I felt so bad. I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm um, I'm sorry. It didn't hurt me. Like I just had a sore, sho- I had a sore shoulder for a day. Other than that, you know, I was good to go. I was ready to work the next day. Then she got over it. Like three days later, she was like, "Oh yeah, it was just the pain's gone." But fast forward three weeks, you know, I get the second dose, and that's when people were saying they got mega side effects. One girl we know said that's when she broke out into a fever, got fever, got fever, chills, fatigued. She's like, thank God I had the work off next day or else I wouldn't have been able to come in. You know, and I was like, but me, I never had day off. Like, I've been working every day straight for the past three and a half weeks. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Give me a second shot. And even though they're advising me, you shouldn't do it now. Even my boss was like put out a mass email saying if you're going to get the COVID vaccine, make sure you have the day off like the following day you get it just in case anything happens to you i'm like lady at work every single day when's my day off when i die so but that was my choice i chose to work all those days anyway i just took the second shot and i sat there and when i tell you it was easier for me than the first one like no chills no fatigue no hot like no high temp no nothing just the same sore arm even less sore than the first one so my conclusion was everyone's the same. Everyone is different, and depending how you are with shots, like me, whenever I get a shot, of like the flu vaccine, any vaccine, I really don't get sick afterwards. But other people are more susceptible, depending on your immune system, on how you are with vaccines, things like that. How what, what's your what's your state at the time? Maybe you're putting it into your head. So a lot of things can play in the role. So my conclusion, you know, from the Instagram specialty healthcare professionals, is that. It goes from person to person. There's no set side effects you're going to get from this vaccine. So in the future, I think in a few weeks, we're going to start rolling it out for people 65 and older. So if you do choose to get the vaccine, I don't know how many people that are 65 and older that listen to my podcast. But if you do, I'd say you have more good than harm to get the vaccine, especially in our community, like minority community. I know for a fact a lot of these Middle Easterns don't like getting vaccines. Either you know, they have so many preconceived notions against it or they'll hit you with the generic, I've never had gotten sick in my life. Why do I need a vaccine? But then they'll come back getting from like the flu every single year, but then tell you that they have never gotten sick once in their life. So I would say definitely the vaccine has more pros and cons for now. Like You have nothing to lose, honestly, other than if you're scared of needles. The needle is literally very small. The amount they give you is a third of a c- I mean, 0.3 cc's, which is like the 0.3 mL's. It goes by really quick, and everyone giving it, like me, I've given so many shots at this point. I can close my eyes and toss them into you like a dart. I would never try that, but if they ever give me a chance, I might. But yeah, vaccines for the win. So moving on from that, I'm sorry, I have to go back to this uh, stock thing for one minute. Please don't ever say in like for as a piece of advice for anyone my age, younger than me. I know a lot of these kids right now how they start thinking they have a couple of grand in their bank accounts right now from unemployment, have taken that money and reinvested it back into stocks and doing all those other stuff. And you know they got their black sunglasses on right now, acting like the Wolf of Wall Street, tossing money off their yachts. A word of advice, like please don't start. Investing right now, and tell people that you can't do this nine to five shit because you just like being your own boss, and that's where i'm <laughs> that's where I'm gonna leave it at for the trading stuff, but yeah it's crazy how technology has just changed the landscape of money in America like just trolls on reddit like people just had no, like the people that just want to mess with these guys on like these millionaire hedge fund guys. That we're messing with the with that were shorting the stocks. We're like, you know what? No, let's mess with these guys. Let's let's take these bankrupt, inconsequential companies that haven't existed for years, and make them worth like a hundred times their value. America is an interesting place. Let's just say that much. Okay, let's go with TV because you know, millennial. That's not we got nothing better to do right now during lockdown. Well, maybe in Michigan. I'll tell you one thing too. Back to the whole Corona thing before I move on to what I really want to talk about. That, man, Michigan is really locked down hard. Like, cause I be I'm driving to Ohio too to do some of these clinics, and whenever I stop there and see things, I'm like, wow, they're not. There's like no exists. I mean, there is some existence of Corona, but it's completely different from Michigan. They're eating indoors regularly. People walking the streets, night walkers no masks nothing it's pretty wild out here anyway back to my main point uh recently on netflix i started watching this show actually tonight was my first episode bling empire and man like that's just not even rich i don't know what the hell you call that it's like stupid ridiculous rich Like, damn, I don't know even what to say. How do you, like, what do you do with that much money? Well, they show what you do with that much money. But it's crazy. And that show, you know, me working right now and me watching that show and, you know, through all these experiences in the past year has definitely told me one thing. I need a sugar mama, man. So whoever's listening to this, putting my name out there, definitely up for an application. You know, I can't offer much. I definitely can't offer you money. But what I can offer is a particular set of skills. I can definitely cook for you. You know, nothing crazy. But you ever want like a simple egg and cheese omelet, a bit, a really good pasta dish, good chicken dish, three quarters of three quarts of it involving an air fryer? I'm that guy. What else can I offer? Oh, if you ever have a bad day at work, you need someone to talk to and just tell you, "Wow, that's crazy." That female was very in the wrong. Please continue. Sign me up for that. I'm ready. And all I ask is a small stipend of at least $5,000 a week. Just so you know I can keep up my lifestyle of being seen as like a sugar baby. I haven't really transitioned to the OnlyFans section yet. You know, I don't think I'd thrive as well there as I would as a sugar baby. And I know I'm going, I I actually was curious and checked out one of these websites one time. And whenever I clicked sugar baby, they always took it from like the, the female's perspective. They want to be a sugar baby. And the men had to be sugar daddies. Like I put sugar baby male. And then they put like, do you want are you trying to sign up as a sugar daddy or a sugar baby? I'm like sugar baby. And then they tell you, like, you're a female. Please choose from the select cast of sugar daddies or make a profile so sugar daddies can see you. I'm like, man, but I want a sugar mama. And I couldn't find one. Well, I only did like one Google search, one page. And didn't really come up that fruitful. So out there right now, it's... I don't even know what time it is right now. It is 9.08 p.m. January 29th, 2021. Wow, 2021. Crazy. Yeah. So ladies, if you or anyone you know please feel free to contact me on Instagram or Snapchat and we can discuss terms because I am very negotiable. And the older the better. Yo, she on, she's knocking on death door. I'm knocking on her door. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, next, let's move on to... I don't know. Didn't think I'd make it this far, honestly. Because... Be a lot easier with a guest. Okay, let's talk about music. You know, I don't think I've ever really talked about my music preferences on my podcast. I, think I really haven't. Anyway, you know, I'm not going to, I mean, I can hit you with the generic, oh, I like everything except country, which is a very common thing. But I do mostly like everything but country. But I have specific genre tastes. Okay, like my first is going to be rap. And I used to be one of those... Super old head rappers. Like my first rapper I ever grew up listening to was Eminem, just like everyone else living in the Dearborn, Detroit area. And then later on, I moved on to better rappers, not better rappers, but different kind of rappers in the genre. Next was Lil Wayne. You know, I still love Lil Wayne. To me, he's one of the best. That's because he's so funny. The things this guy has said. Me and my friend who's been on the podcast before Ali G actually met. We're talking about anime and just quoting little Wayne lines because they were so dumb. I've been to hell and back. I can show you vouchers. <laughs> like, Anyway, moving on from Wayne. And I started getting into real OG rap. I'm talking KRS-One, like Onyx, Public Enemy, a more underground group. I mean, not underground. I guess a tribe called Quest. Redman, Method Man, anyone who like any of these new guys, you would name me. You name me Big Sean. I'm like, dude, step aside. I'm not even trying to listen to you right now. Who's Big Sean? He's ruining lyricism. Oh my god, Soldier Boy. I was like, yo, what is this garbage? Throw me on some of that. Good old Black Thought. Good old um, Immortal Technique, Tech Nine. Any of these guys, and slowly. I don't know, I started to turn, even tech, oh my god, House, me and House did not get along at first. I was like, yo, where are these beats? No lyrics, no bars, not talking about anything, like, anything substantial. But I think over time, as I grew older, I kind of got out of that stubborn, old, like, I was like 18 years old with an old head mind mindset. Now, though, I think you. there's like a lane for everyone. And I'll listen to guys like Future. I think Future got some really good songs. Uh, my favorite Future song is still probably "March Madness," best songs ever made for me, at least. But my favorite rapper right now would probably say Kendrick. You know, still waiting on him to drop his album. God knows when. Pusha T, I like a lot. I've been listening to. I listen to a lot of Logic, Drake. I like Drake songs where he's rapping and sings the hook. I don't like songs where he sings the whole song. Kind of like boring to me. Old Drake though when he actually had the lyrics. Now these new Drake songs, I don't know. Like he's kinda lost a little bit of that if you ask me. Uh Jay Z. I've been getting into a lot, Jay Z. Uh rappers, but that's mostly my rapping thing. Start with Eminem, built everyone else right now. But I'll listen to I'll listen to most rappers and I'll give them at least a chance. Roddy Rich grew on me. Pop Smoke, R.I.P. I like really like him a lot. But yeah, definitely a lot of these old school. I can't get on little Uzi Vert. I'm sorry for any Uzi Vert fans I have out there. No, he's canceled for me. Like, his voice, his flow, his voice mostly. His voice, the beats he rides on, I don't like them. And I tried. 21 Savage, he's cool, but I think he kind of fell off. Juice World's cool. Yeah, like, they're all cool with it. I'll mess with but no one really blows my mind anymore. I'm still waiting for the next Kendrick project. Um, also, I listen to other guys like Freddie Gibbs, Vince Staples. There's other artists I feel like are good. I definitely got bigger on House now. House, techno, really found a way like into my mind. Because I have a one friend who all like, oh, he listens to is techno, literally. At his engagement party, this guy probably gave the DJs like, a list of unknown artists that no one's ever heard of. And DJ played him some like generic, random usher music stuff like that he's really big on techno he he's big on the underground scene he likes to listen to all that stuff so he started introducing music to me and i started vibing with it over on and i like techno house deep house trance all that stuff a lot more now rock oh my god growing up i had this big rock phase from like 13 years old till 16 years old i was into all these alternative emo rock guys like Three is Grace, Breaking Benjamin, Thousand Foot Crutch, Skillet, Lincoln Park, Papa Roach, Disturbed, Shine Down. Um, the list goes on and on. But I'll tell you right now, I've been on this pop kick, and I've recently been talking to Reem, who was like a previous guest on the show. You know, I I liked Ariana Grande uh, stuff. I've listened to her before. And recently, I've kind of got back on her, and I was like, you know what? I drive a lot for work, because I've been telling you guys I've been going to Ohio and stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let me just throw on some Ari- all her albums. Screw it. I listened to all of Ariana Grande's discography, and she's really good. Like, whoever is into pop and has to say Aria, like, go for it. Like, she's definitely made me a believer. Man, I was so mind-blown. Her voice is solid. Her production got a lot better over time. Like I became one of those guys who really looked into music, really analyzed it, because I really like music, so I started trying to learn more about it. Production, things like that. And Ariana is one of the best, if you ask me out right now. Um, pop scene, Taylor Swift's cool. Billie Eilish, cool. I love The Weeknd. Uh, I'm trying to think of more pop guys. I don't know, some of them I feel like are just now these one-hit wonder guys who I'll probably never hear of again. Like, I know for a fact I'm never hearing from this kid, the uh, Corvette Corvette kid ever again. And if I do, that's your fault because my man literally unwrapped genius. If you ever watch his video, like after the Corvette Corvette, no 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 that's literally the lyric. And people out here jam into this. I'm like, wow, like people really don't care about words no more. And I know it's like my old head coming out, but come on, at least some words, like at least put a sentence together. You're putting filler as in uh, no no no, it doesn't work for me. And I know it's just he got big off TikTok. TikTok made a lot of artists that didn't deserve to be big big, and this kid's like the, the latest in the trend. Trying to think of more artists off TikTok, like their songs aren't. If you listen to the whole song, it's not that good, but one small snippet would be good. TikTok brought Jason Derulo back. Like, why did Jason Derulo come back? I thought we left this guy back in, like, 2014. Like, these old heads that are coming coming back just to make a career off these 18, 19-year-olds. I'm like, why? There's this guy, Jeff Portnoy. Barstool sports, barstool president guy, sports, fun, barstool everything, whatever. He's big on the channel, pizza reviews. And I'm watching this guy, and he made a podcast literally with an 18 and 19 year old kid from TikTok and then he started like Twitter beef with him and I'm watching this guy he's getting clout off an 18 year old Twitter beef so I'm like dude you're 55 years old and now he's been talking about the Robin Hood scandal and all this other random stuff but I'm in my head you're always the guy who's beef with the 18 year old for me like all these old heads are just clout chasing now and I just don't mess with it So that's my spiel for music, TikTok, COVID vaccines, stock market kids. Please stop analyzing the stock market and thinking that you're some kind of Warren Buffett genius for hitting a stock that everyone's been talking about for the past two weeks and has been going trending up for God knows how long. And yeah, I think that's a good place to call it quits right there. This is definitely longer than my first two. I'll tell you that much. I wish I... Well we're going to call this an experiment And if we like it and I can work on it We're going to continue from here I'm going to thank everyone for listening in for this long Seriously this has been a crazy year since I started A lot has happened A lot more is going to happen But I'm glad I still have a platform to speak out on And everyone stay safe Stay hungry Stay motivated Stay cool and Stay beautiful Again, this is the podcast between everything and nothing. My name is Mo, and we'll talk again soon. See you guys.